We were scheduled to come back on Friday, but uh, Mr. Bears came up, and I wanted to talk to him about some business. So we stayed over, but we had a good time with the, the brethren, Elder uh, Scudder and Mr. Moore. We had a good time. Of course, they, brother, brother Willie had us laughing the whole time we were there, going and coming in the restaurants and everything. We had a very good time being with the saints. And I had a chance to look around and see and talk to some of the saints in other churches. People are burdened. They're, they're, they're heavy-hearted because they're in so much mess and they just can't get seem to have any joy. Uh, they talk to Willie and Steve a lot and just tell them some of the problems and they relate to me, but you know, I thank the Lord for being in true holiness. We were there and some of the things that you heard from the pulpit, you wouldn't believe. Of course, this lady wasn't in the body, but she was over there speaking on Wednesday, I think it was. And, and she was saying everybody in her church just speaking any time they want to. And the whole time she was she was sitting next to me, I was in the pulpit, and she just went on. And then uh, she got up and, oh my goodness, she said, uh, Talking about, well, she actually gave a lecture. She didn't speak at all. She didn't preach at all. She was talking about uh, what the women don't like to get their hands wet and wash dishes or cook. She's talking about a whole bunch of things that didn't make sense. And then uh, she said, uh, she teach her people. And I don't like to hear that from any preacher because the Lord Jesus Christ said, all souls are mine. Nobody belongs to you. The word of God said, what does the prophet man gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Singular. That's all you can lose. You don't own anybody. And anyway, she, she said, uh, she teach her folk uh, that when husbands or somebody hit them or anybody hit them, she said, what do you do? Because she had all of her people there just about. They were the only ones there, to tell you the truth. And I thought they called Jesus. She said, call 911. All of them. I said, call 911. Steve got up. Steve said he couldn't take it more. Steve got up and cracked up laughing. Couldn't stop laughing. Steve went out there in the hall. <laughs> Steve was in my house. He said, call 911. And they went on and went on and went on. And I tell you, it was, you know, it's pitiful, really, with people are sitting in church and I... They were telling me how these TV preachers, one of them said, now they have folks come up and throw money down at the, at the steps. And they get up and say, money! And everybody said, money! And everybody started throwing their dollars at them at the steps. They say, you don't uh, throw dollars. They said, this camera had, they had the camera on. Some of them bills up there said it was $100 bills and $50 bills. And the one they called them Cleo Dollar. They throw them in the rock there. And throw bills. Everybody speaking in tongues. We have so many charismatic preachers out here now. Everything, you know, it's sad. It's good to be in Jesus. It's good to be in Jesus. You have to get out there and see before you can appreciate what you're in. And I thank the Lord for true holiness. 
And I, lo I, I love holiness and what it stands for, but to be in true holiness is a blessing. Come on, Penn. I'm not going to preach very long this morning. So that, come on. You know, on, on Friday we talked about, you know, people looked at me like I was strange. was talking about the inevitable, inevitable journey. But the time to be born and the time to die, you're going to leave here. And the Lord didn't give you this time that you're on this earth to play church or have a good time. He gave you a chance to get yourself right. Or else you're going to lift up your eyes in hell. And uh, people were looking like they never heard. I said, well, what, what, what is supposed to be the message in the church? Jesus says and Jesus Christ condemns, too, to damnation. You know, and yeah, I don't like to say it that much, but people constantly talk about, well, I wish we were at friendship. And those that came down before and heard the teaching and the blessing of folk actually crying on our shoulders to get down here. And I say, sometimes we have folk right down here with the doors wide open and walk right on by. Walk right on by. People come to Willie, they don't say much to me, but they come to Willie and Ellis Scott and those folk, and they just tell them, how they just love to be here, just like to move to the city. You know, the jobs and families haven't hindered, but they would love to be here because of the presence of the Lord. All right, Pam, Sister John, say something there, mother. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from
nothing but the blood of Jesus. What could make me whole or complete again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And the only way you can get under the blood in the year 2000 is to be baptized in the name of Jesus because the name represents the blood. The name represents the blood. And Emmanuel being interpreted is God with us. And the word of God says that when she brought forth her firstborn son, and she called his name Emmanuel. Jesus, Emmanuel, was in the Isaiah, but when they all came down to it, his name was Jesus. His name was Jesus. I thank the Lord this morning for what I'm in and to know whose I am. It's just good to know that we have true holiness. We were in uh, one of these exclusive restaurants downtown on Thursday, and of course they had bishops and the mothers up here, and Willie hadn't got there yet, so they had Steve down on the end there talking to some of these other preachers, and had one from California told Steve, well, he, he's into his blackness. Now, I want to know what being in blackness have to do with being in salvation. Have to do with salvation. Steve told us that after we came out. Another fellow there, he had, uh, I suppose they have a PhD. And he's talking about, but Steve said, well, I preach salvation. He said, he told him, said, well, you got to preach more than that. You got to teach the people how to live. Well, what, 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 what is there to preach other than salvation? Paul said, I know nothing save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now, this is what I'm talking about being in true holiness, folks. People got all kinds of philosophies and agendas. Got their own thing. So Steve began to talk to him, and I say, well, Steve, I'm sure he's talking about him. We know about that, but what in the world has that got to do with salvation? I'm into my blackness. Well, you need to be under some color of red. Blood, if you please. Ah, Isaiah. 35. And. Verse number. Eight. And in highway. shall be there and away and it shall be called the way of holiness 
The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. Now this chapter deals with the kingdom, blessed of the Lord Jesus Christ, or the regathering of Israel. And he's, the t he's telling them that what's going to take place there, he tells them that the, verse 4, say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong. Fear not, behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. He said, then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. And the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons each shall lay, shall be grass with reeds and rushes. Then he said, the highway shall be in the midst of it all. And it shall be called the highway of holiness. And it says, unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men. And say, those fools shall not err therein. Now, holiness is not a religion or conversion. See, you can be converted from right to wrong. It is not shouting, falling out, as folk think, and rolling on the floor and speaking in false tongues. Uh, Satan does all of this to deceive the people. True holiness is the way to salvation that produces a clean life now and eternal life after this life. True holiness is that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Everybody is talking about being holy now. I told you everybody, he cock my, 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 all this foolishness. Let me tell you something. Speaking in tongues is the evidence of receiving Jesus Christ. You just don't go around everybody speaking in tongues. Now, some people speak in tongues. I'm not saying you don't. But some folk may receive the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives them. You never hear them speaking in tongues anymore. I know I'm saved. I told him Thursday night, I know I'm saved. I'm sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost and proud of it. You don't walk, you don't hear me walking around here telling me you come out my mind time you see me. I don't think somebody ever heard me speaking to him. Every once in a while, it may happen, but I don't go around my ba 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 you come out time my tie and all this old foolishness. It's a sign. Of the indwelling Jesus Christ, of the indwelling, I have come into you. Now, I, 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 this is the evidence that I have come in. See, I don't like this stuff. When Steve says somebody, one brother was, had received the Holy Ghost in the car. Or at home in the closet somewhere. But you don't have any evidence. 
And I believe you get the Holy Ghost, the kind of Holy Ghost that I got. If you was driving down the street in the car and receiving, you wouldn't get any further from here to that table. Because the Lord takes over. You know, you can't drive a car and be filled with the, Lord, the Holy Ghost. I know you have to have a witness because when Peter was at the house of Cornelius and folk were criticizing him for being in the house of a Gentile. So Peter said, what can forbid them to be baptized in the name of Jesus, what he said, because we heard them speak in tongues the same as we. They heard him. Amen. Thank God for brother preacher down the other day on uh, Friday morning, Elder Curtis from down Alabama somewhere. He, he preached about Jesus. And uh, he's not what you call an eloquent speaker and all this kind of stuff. But he talked about Jesus. And he said he come from the old school where folk came all the way through speaking in tongues. He didn't say he didn't jibber-jabber and with that cloven tongue, but you kept stayed down there till you spoke fluently. You came through where Jesus had taken control. See, because this is what we do to you down here. Oh, some of you said you might mind a couple of times, but you haven't broke through yet. That's why we say stay down there till the Lord takes control. That's the thing that you have to do. Holders is not foolishness. Holders is salvation. Holders is Jesus Christ. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Everybody don't, doesn't know who Jesus is. How in the world can you get saved and you don't know who the Savior is? How can you come in here and talk to the pastor if you don't know who the pastor is? I thought that one day a little boy was was skateboarding out there or something, and we drove up, and and he said, I think he said, told uh, 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 Deacon Anderson or something that the pastor told him to do it. And then I was standing out there, came out there, and he was still out there. So how can you get saved if you don't know the Savior? You got to know who Jesus is. Holiness is the only way for man to, to answer or reach the kingdom of God. And the only way that's going to take place is to be born again. Born once, you're going to die twice. Born twice, you die once. And that second death is eternal separation from God. And I always like to say it's amazing how many funerals you'll go to and nobody ever go to hell. Everybody's with Jesus. Uh, I don't care what kind of lives they lived. And some of them never went inside of a church. But the preacher will look out at that family and say, oh, we know you loved them. But God loved him best. God took him with him. 
But until you put off this mortal, and I heard the song, this choir singing, a change has got to come. Put off this mortal because flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Most folks don't even know what eternal life is. When Jesus Christ said, I am coming that you might have life, he's not talking about a physical life. He's talking about a, a, a spiritual life that Adam lost for you in the garden. When man died, according to God Almighty, who said that a day, that if you eat the truth of good and evil, thou shalt surely die. Come on up, son. And they died according to the word of God. Now, this is how man and why man need to be born again. You need a spiritual rebirth. I thank the Lord that we understand what holiness is. This is a young man I was telling you about. The folk was telling him that it was in his blackness and brightness and all this other stuff here. And, uh, and he had a, told, this young man, he told me, he, he preached salvation. The man told him, he said, you got to preach something else. But didn't that, didn't he, son? He said, you got to preach something else. Well, I thank the Lord that Steve doesn't have a mind to argue with folk. He just sit there and listen to him. Because he know from whence he came. He know blackness had nothing to do with salvation. The Lord Jesus Christ doesn't care what color you are. He knew that you're a dead individual. He said, I wish that all men be saved and come unto the knowledge of truth. He didn't say, I wish that all black men be saved. <laughs> all, 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 all red men, all white folk. He said, I wish that all men be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth. And he said, I am the way, the truth and the light. Now, the Word of God tells us that wholeness is a, a clean way. See, folk don't like to come in this way where we are because that means you have to stop hiding behind cars and trees and have one way. See, wholeness is a way of life and living. It's a clean life. Not leave your, your wife at home and run around the corner and meet somebody else. But I, I hate to say this, but this is what goes on in sectarian churches. But I came out of one. They do anything they want to do. You don't talk about me, I don't talk about you. Amen. But holiness is a way of life and living, not only in your home, but everybody you meet. And Mother John said, we are the light of the world. Somebody ought to see Jesus in us. Wholeness is the way. Now, the word of God says a wayfaring is a, it's, it's, it's a very narrow path. And only those who travel by feet can go in the paths of the wayfaring. Other words, you can't, it, it's not enough room on the highway to holiness for you and all your sins. All your habits. All of your wrongdoing. It's not enough room on the highway 
of holiness. See, you, 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 you're walking on protective ground when you're walking on a highway of holiness. See, you, you, you're somewhere where Satan can't pull you off. He can't live up there. I take that part back. He can't get up there. But as long as you walk the straight now, he can't pull you off either. But he want to pull you off that highway of holiness. Because he knows that takes you out of his control. Uh, holiness is a peaceful way. The word of God says is that joy and peace comes by the Holy Ghost. Man is trying to find peace. We're fighting all over the place. While we were down in Cincinnati, we heard about the, the ship being blown up. Show you with such sick minds, and those folk that gave their lives to do that, they're doing that for religion. They consider that an honor to die for that religion. They tell me, the paper said they just stood there and saluted and blew themselves to smithereens. But they call that a holy war. Hallelujah. Holy. What in the world is holy about him? And that's where they're going to burn you. Sick mind. Satan has man's mind in a sick condition. If our gospel be here, it is here to them that are lost, whom the God of this world has done what? Blinded the minds of them. People are just blind, walking around uh, spiritually blind. Walking around alive naturally, not realizing that they're dead spiritually. Don't realize that they're born dead, dying every day. Born dead spiritually and dying physically every day. Coming to the world dead. And they begin to die physically from the moment the drugs. He knew about all the fortification. He knew about AIDS. He knew about cancer. He knew it was coming on. So I said, weep not for me. Weep for your children. The things that's going to come upon them. And the only hope man has today is in Christ Jesus. I heard on the news this morning that they're going so far in this cloning thing that they have a cow that they've cloned um, some other animal inside of the cow. And I don't think it's a any other type of cow or something else. What I'm saying to you is time is winding up. The only hope we have is in Jesus Christ. And I don't believe the Lord Jesus Christ is satisfied with man is doing. And the word of God tells us that in the last days man is going to get uh, wiser but weaker. Man is putting folk on the moon, so they say. I don't know whether they've been up there or not. 
But they say to have, so I'll accept what they say. But there is a place beyond the moon that a child of God will reach when he's been born again according to the word and will of God. He'll be caught up with Jesus in the air. And he won't have to have a rocket to get there. All he got to do is go down in Jesus' name, come up walking in the newness of life, and receive the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues, don't be ashamed of it. Speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give us us. That's what the words say. You shall receive the Holy Ghost. A lot of folks think the Holy Ghost is an it. The Holy Ghost is Jesus Christ. It's not an it, a thing, or what. It's Jesus. Down on the inside, because when he got ready to leave, he said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send you the comforter in my name, and which is the Holy Ghost. Folk don't realize how Jesus Christ got to be his own, oh, 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 own son. Because he was conceived of the Holy Ghost. He was conceived of himself. Amen. Jesus Christ is God. You don't find three people up in heaven. And I don't believe I have ever heard anybody yet when disaster came say, help me, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Take too long and say, Lord, help. Help me, Jesus. Never heard anybody say, help me, devil, either. But you can serve him, but you come to Jesus to be paid. You're working for one person and you want somebody else to pay you. That doesn't even make sense down here. If you're going to work for Dick and Tate there and come to me for your pay, something's wrong. Something is out of order. So if you're going to serve Satan, how do you think you're going back with Jesus Christ? He's going to say, depart from me. I've never known you. Folk go to church and, and in there they're singing in the choirs and ushering and everything and got positions as presidents in the choir and that. That doesn't get you in the kingdom. God doesn't care what kind of position you have. He wants you to be born again. I think our mother Johnson was singing a song that uh, I think James Cleveland was singing some years ago. And said, all he wants is you. Song says something, but if I, if I had all the silver and gold and all these other things, the only thing that he wanted to satisfy him is you. He didn't die for all these other things out here. Because it's already his. The word of God to the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything belongs to him. But he wants you to come back to him. Be reconciled back to him with a free mind. Free will. He could have made you a robot. But he gave you freedom to choose him or hell. The Lord never sent anybody to hell. You send yourself to hell. You have a choice. You had nothing to do with how you was born to the world? White or black or white? Blackness? Oh, 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 rich or poor, tall or short. But it's your responsibility for how you leave. In Christ or out. That's your responsibility. It's not mine. I'm supposed to tell you about the Savior. What you do with that invitation is strictly up to you. I'll tell you one thing, I can't save you. 
Nobody in here can save you. There's only one Savior, and his name is Jesus. And if you don't call on that name, you won't be saved. Because Acts 4 and 12 said, Neither is salvation in any other, but there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby you must be saved. So what makes you think that you can get saved? How about help me, Father, Son, the Holy Ghost? Father, Son, the Holy Ghost are titles to the man Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ said, go out and teach all nations and baptize them. When he was getting ready to leave, he told them what he wanted them to do when he set up the New Testament church. There was no New Testament church then. Matthew 28 and 19. He said, go out and teach them. Baptize them in the name now, I think most children in here know when you say name, that's singular, the only one. The name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. So the next question is, what is the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost? Name is Jesus. Yeah. I only have one name. God is the Father through creation, is that right? Jesus Christ is the Son through redemption. The Holy Ghost is the keeper or the sustainer. The only one. Folk get confused about being Jesus Christ being on the right hand of God. That doesn't mean another person. That means authority. The right hand of God means authority. Doesn't mean another person. I like the illustration. You know, I keep telling you all the time that when Stephen was stoned and he looked up, saw the heavens open up, and, and, he, and he's about to die, he looked up calling on God. Saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He named his God. Called on God, God, I'm coming. Now, Jesus, receive my spirit. And he went away from here peaceably because he knew that he had another house not made with hands, eternal in the heaven. It's a shame that folk are going to church. The church is faithful to churches for years in and years out and years in and, and, and working without a payday. Going to lift up their eyes in hell because they rejected the name of Jesus. The word of God tells us how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation. We, if we ignore it, refuse it, hanging on to tradition, there is no escape. Now, I told you, and I tell you, and, and when I think about how, how my, my parents was in one place, my mother, I was, see, I was a Baptist. But I came on out there because I thought, it had, I knew it had to be something better than, 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 than what they were in. I can't forget it. When I was out there kicking around in the world, amen, and, and, and my uncles and my aunts and things would come past my house after they went to church with their robes on their, on their arms, somebody had to sing at 3 o'clock somewhere else. Came and asked me, Buggy got a drink. Buggy got a beer. So I knew that something had to be different about salvation. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it had to be something better. What was the difference between them and me? They're coming to me for sinful things. 
My mother stayed in that church. I was right down, born and raised in Southwest. My mother stayed right down. You hear that brother said last week that he was from Friendship? Well, my mother was there for 48 years, but that didn't save her. My father was down every hobo for 52 years. Didn't save her. Let me tell you something, Saints. When you hear me say that, I'm telling you, you may have lost a loved one, but if you're truly in the Lord Jesus Christ, you can't change the rules. Nobody in the world would want their parents saved any more than me. Because I know what the Word of God says, but I can't change the rules. See, I couldn't tell you about salvation if I'm going to change the rules and fix things for my own parents. That's why the Word of God says, save yourselves from this undeserved God generation. They had a chance to hear it somewhere. The Lord Jesus Christ is going to let you hear the word of God somewhere. Now when you reject it, then there is no escape. Sometimes you feel sad at heart when you've lost a loved one. Certainly you feel sad at heart, but you ought to thank God that you're saved. Thank God that you may have had a time to tell them about Jesus. But the old saying says you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Certainly, I, I, I know the, the times when I was small and my mother sat by my bed, amen, and didn't have any money but put kerosene and, 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 and sugar together when I had a cold. Yeah. Gave me that old black draft and black draft and all that old stuff and, and, and castro. Castro ain't going to do nothing with COVID. It's just run around for you. But my mother stayed there all night long. Fixed me up in lemon and, 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 and onion tea. Sugar in there and put a little drink in it. Make it sweat you out of you. And I sit there and I sweat it. She was sitting there all night long. But that didn't save my mother. All of our righteousness is as filthy rags. You can't be good enough to be saved. You got to be born again. Now I'm trying to wake you up out of sleep. Trying to get that, that sorrow out of you. If you've lost a loved one, you can't sit back and feel sorry for them because it's not going to do any good. As a man lives, so shall he die. You live out of Christ, you're going to die out of Christ. I don't care what church you go to. Amen. You live in Father, Son, Holy Ghost, you never die in Jesus. Folk don't want to hear it, but it's true anyhow. Amen. I, I don't I, I, I heard uh, uh, somebody the other day, some, some uh, little, little child or celebrity or somebody got killed. I don't know whether it's Cincinnati here, but I know they're in heaven looking down. Everybody that dies in heaven looking down. Everybody that's dying in heaven. I know they're in heaven. I know it was the Lord. What'd you do to get there? Just die. Go there in heaven. I can't say that about a folk that I know that haven't been born in Jesus' name. I want to go here and to John 3 and 3 and 5 and see what the Lord said about it. Don't have to take my word for it. But everybody 
I don't care who it is. What kind of lies they live? They live lives that are so hateful and mean. They shot up everybody, come in and beat up the wives every night. And what the woman tell us down there tell us when, when your husband when your husband hits you or somebody hits you? Which, call 911. <laughs> I wonder why Steve was getting up and going outside. <laughs> he said he just laughed and couldn't take no more. Call 911. And speak in tone. Call 911. John 3. This is the new birth chapter of the, the book of John. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus a ruler of the Jews. So the same came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. But what he didn't know was he was talking to God. He didn't know he was talking to God, but he had seen him perform these miracles and raise Lazarus from the dead. And feed 5,000. So we know, he said, I know that God's got to be with you in order for you to do that. But Jesus just answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, this is not me. That's in red. That's not by Peter, Paul, nobody else. That's Jesus. Jesus said that. Jesus said it. Now, the necessity, in your footnotes, of the new birth grows out of the incapacity of the natural man to see or enter into the kingdom of God. Listen, saints, I don't care how gifted you are, how well you, melodious you can sing, amen. You're not going to get into the kingdom without what Jesus told Nicodemus. I don't care how moral you are or refined you may be. See, a lot of folks don't want to come in the holiness because they, they're too refined. You know, it's a ditty. You know, you sit, come to the church. You sit. But not if somebody hit a tambourine. That's where it used to be. Now they look at you like that. But now they're trying to find out what's going on. They're trying, trying to catch up with the holiness. You can't catch up with the holiness until you get the hold of Jesus. And so now, so the natural man is absolutely, listen to the words, blind to spiritual truth and impotent or powerless to enter the kingdom of God for he can neither obey, understand, nor please God. The new birth is not a reformation of the old nature, but a creative act of the Holy Ghost. The condition of the new birth is faith in Christ crucified. Through the new birth, the believer becomes a partaker of the divine nature and of the life of Christ himself. Folks say, I'm a Christian. That's what you said when I was going to church. You're a Christian. But I wasn't really a Christian. They wasn't either. Because a Christian means, the word Christian means to be Christ-like. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, be ye holy, for I'm holy. Now, if you're not in Jesus Christ, you're not a Christian. You're just a church member. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. What if God said, behold, all old things are what? Behold, all things 
Now you show me a true Christian after the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ that's still drinking, still shooting drugs, still going down to Dover, Delaware, wherever that is, pulling them slots, still, still beating up his wives and still committing, uh, what is it, adultery, fornication, and all these kind of things, still lying and cheating. And he called himself a Christian? No, the Lord doesn't do that. Steve preached the message, let this mind be in you is also in Christ Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ said, be ye holy for I'm holy. So stop calling yourself a Christian. And say, I'm a member of that, 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 that organization down there. See, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is an organism. See, then you have an organization that's formed by man. But the true church of God is a living organism. It's alive. Where you can come in and be made alive. According to Ephesians 2 and 1, say, you whom he have quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sin. You whom he have quickened, you whom he have made alive, that have been walking around here dead. You just haven't been buried yet. But the time is going to come and you're going right on down in that dirt. It's a sorrowful thing. I think about it every time I come from a, a graveyard and see that casket sitting out there all by itself. And everybody's going, just leave it out there. Just waiting until the man, just waiting until everybody leaves so he can put it in the ground. But you need to be with Jesus then, before that, this life leaves. You need to be in an ark of safety. Because that what's laying out there is nothing. But I, I, I feel sorry for him because most of them that I know of never accepted Jesus Christ. And I know from what I speak. Because, see, I used to be go to those funerals. And, and, and uh, you know, we, we, we feel sorry and talk about all this. But, oh, oh, they're gone, gone, gone. And we had a fifth right there in, in the glove compartment. So when we put them in the ground, we start taking a taste. You know, we forgot all about them just that quick. Yeah. And we was tasting to get rid of the grief if it were close. If they were just co-workers, we just kept on going doing that thing. But that person right then and there is already with the Lord Jesus Christ in paradise or with Satan in the pit. But it's a sorrowful thing. You just look back and see that casket sitting up there. And you know one day, they're going to leave all day and have you live, sitting up there, but at least you will be with Jesus. You will be with Jesus. Now let's look up and talk about this new birth again. Let's look at verse number four again. When the Lord Jesus Christ told Nicodemus, unless he was born again, he could not see the kingdom of God. But Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Now that's a logical question. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Now you can see where his mind is. He only knows about a natural birth. He knew uh, how, how one comes into the world naturally. So he said, how can, a man, that, 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 how can that be reversed? And you get a second chance. But Jesus Christ gave him the answer right there, which he's given all mankind. He said, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water. And of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit 
is spirit, marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Don't marvel that I stand here and say, if Jesus said you got to be born again, certainly I can say it. And I know you have to be born again because I was born again. I was dead in my sins. Let's go to Ephesians 2, and then we're going to kind of close out a little bit. Let me show you the state of all mankind. And it says, this is a method of Gentile salvation. And you have he quickened, or who were made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Now look at the wording, that you used to be dead in your trespasses and sins because you were born dead. Then it goes on to say, where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Now folk read that, and they don't take in consideration that the prince of the power of the air is Satan. That's the devil. You walk according to him. He told you to run, and you say, how far and how fast? Told you to jump, you say, how high? Told you to lie? How much? The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. The children of Adam are disobedient. Adam was disobedient and caused all mankind. To be born in a state of sin. The children of disobedience. The children of Adam. Hey. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past. In the lust of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh. And of the mind. And were by nature. The children of wrath. Even as others. It was your nature. Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spot that may you also do good that are accustomed to evil? It's your nature to do wrong. Because you're born in a state or condition of sin. Sins are the acts that you commit from the state that you're in. You're born a sinner. You don't know how to do anything else but sin. Because you're born a sinner. You don't know how to do anything else but sin. What else do you know to do? You can't do wrong. When you was born, when, 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 when you when, when you was born, I mean, you can't do right when you was born wrong. It's impossible. That's why you got to have a new birth. When you have a new birth, you have a new mind, a new tendency. All those desires, the things that do those things, are now gone. The Lord Jesus Christ has given you a brand new nature, a new nature. That's what He says here. My God, my God. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. So God so loved the world. Now listen to what it says here. Even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. Just break down that death. When you were dead, a spiritual death is defined this way. is the state of the natural or unregenerate man, I mean the unsaved man, as still in his sins, alienated from the life of God and destitute of the spirit or of life, prolonged beyond the death of the body. Death, go on after this death. 
Spiritual death is a state, listen to this now, of eternal separation from God in conscious suffering. This is called the second death. You're going to be in hell knowing you're down there. Going to be burning and burning and burning. No end to it. And I told the folk down there the same thing I've been saying here. There is no exit in hell. I pointed out they had three or four exits down there just like we have. Exit. Exit. They're required. You're required to have so many exits. Exits in Luke. But there is no exit in hell. There is no purgatory. As a man lives, so should he die. Can't nobody pray you out of purgatory. You go down but so far. Either you do or you don't. You're going to go down but so far. Now you're not going to reach hell and you're not going to reach heaven. We'll see how many prayers you can get up for you. Then you might get out. No, 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 no. Once you're in there, that's where you're going to stay. And you're going to know you're in here. You're going to know you're burning. You're going to know that, that you heard the word of God October the 15th. Year 2000. If you're not saved, you're going to know you heard it. See, if I'd have just moved on to it, if I'd have just accepted what the Lord put out there, that's why you say, the song says, I'm glad I'm saved. When y'all sing that thing, y'all don't, you. I'm glad I'm sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm glad I'm saved. And I'm sanctified. I mean, I'm, see, people get afraid of these words. I'm Sanctified. Sanctification simply means to be set aside for the service of God. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with you. You've just been made right. Those benches you're sitting on are sanctified because for the service of God. This microphone is sanctified because, see, we don't sing rock and roll over there. We don't have all them dances that they bring in the world and the church and all them pantomimes and all that funny stuff. We don't have that. This microphone is used to praise the Lord. To sing glories to the Lord Jesus Christ. And when the praises go up, the blessings come down. There's only one way to receive life. And I know what I used to be. And I know whose I used to be. But I know who I am now. Who I belong to. Who saved me. Who given me a greatest promise that man can ever see. If I go to prepare a place for you. That way I am there, you may be also here preachers preaching to the dead all the time. And don't let not your heart be troubled. I go to prepare a place. He's not talking to no sinners. That's for the church of God. That's for saints. He's not talking, not talking for anybody to walk the street. And people say, let not your heart be troubled. Start, people start, she start crying. They got a reason to cry. Whether they know it or not. They start crying. They with the Lord. No, yeah, you got a reason to cry because they're in hell. They lifted their eyes in hell because they was too. Too much had too much culture. Too much education. Too refined. Too prosperous to come to the Lord. But he said, the day that you hear my voice, the heart not your heart, as in the days of prophecy. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's knocking. I think Mother John used to sing a song, said, who is that knocking? At my front door. Say, surely it is Jesus. Surely it's Jesus. He's knocking. He will do what? Won't you come in? And the Holy Ghost is ready when you're ready. The Holy Ghost is ready. And it's real. This isn't a fairy tale. Everything I'm telling you comes out of here. I can tell you to read it for yourself. 
It's in here. I'm not going to tell you something that I can't deliver. I'm not looking for a whole bunch of members. I'm looking for senior folk. Amen. I'm not looking for four and five thousand folk running down here throwing dollars up here at the, at the altar. I want you down there crying out Jesus. I want your soul saved. Soul saved. You're gonna be, you you, you got to be born again because you're going to leave here. Every man, woman, and child. You know, I got offended when I heard that. When they told me that, I got mad. You're not talking to me. I'm doing my own thing. I'm all right. But it got next to me after a while. I heard it and I realized that Satan was not a myth. That he didn't have on a red suit and a, and, and a pitchfork and horns. I realized that he was a disembodied spirit after my soul. And wanted to take me to hell. And you don't know, you know why I'm glad I'm saved from a personal standpoint? Of my whole family, I was the only one that didn't go to church. Everybody else used to go to church. My poor mother used to come home and tell me, Junior, I felt so bad today. All, 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 all my friends. See, when I, when I came up in that neighborhood, everybody knew everybody, you know. Miss Kerr's son is in church. He, I saw him coming down the aisle with his robe on, and, and I thought about you, and I felt so bad. Oh, they're all in the, in the church with you, and you make me feel so bad. And I said, that's the key. She felt bad because I wasn't in there. You know what I'm trying to say? I said, Mama, I'll tell you something. When I get ready to go to church, Everybody going to know it. Now, I didn't know what I was saying to her. But I said, when I go, when I make up my mind, everybody's going to know that I'm in there. Now, I wasn't talking about holiness or anything else. I was just talking about going to church. Not knowing that the Lord Jesus Christ was going to deliver me from hell and put me in the truth. Allowed me to hear what thus saith the Lord. Amen. And gave me eternal life. And all those folk that I knew that was down there, gone away from here. And if they stayed there and died there, I know where they are. My folk used to tell me, he said, well, I was born a Baptist. I'm going to die one. And I said, well, you got that right. That's right. You got that right. You must be born again. Everybody, and I used to laugh at holiness folk. That's why I'm so glad I'm saved. I, I thought they were the most uncouth, dumb, illiterate people I've ever seen in my life. They wasn't choked up like me. I was choked up. I was clean. I was clean. They all had on their little modest dresses and things like that. I ain't no time for them, them foolishness. But I thank God I'm one of them today. Amen. I thank God. And my name is not written on no, on no church roll. My name, well, you know what I'm talking about. Literally, I know it's on this roll here, but I'm talking about primarily it's in the Lamb's Book of Life. And when he opened up that book, where he says over here in Revelations 20 and 11, he said, and I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it 
from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. That's the tribulation of God is so great that the heaven and the earth is going to try to run. You heard the song say, I ran to the rock to hide my face, and the rock cried out. That's where it's coming from. And I saw the dead small and great. I don't care whether you're presidents, generals, or, or Hollywood stars, or Elvis Presses, or whoever you are. They're going to have to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ because the word of God says we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and give an answer for the things that we're doing in this body, whether it's good or bad. You're going to stand before him one day. See, you can't hide from the Lord Jesus Christ. When Years ago when Joe Lewis was boxing, uh, he used to tell the folk, so they say you can run, but you couldn't hide. Oh, that room wasn't big enough for you to hide. Well, the universe is not big enough for you to hide from Jesus. Then it goes saying that, and the books, this is what I want you to hear, were opened. B-O-O-K-S. Another, and another book, singular, was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged all those things which were written in the books according to their works. Then it goes on saying, verse 14, and, the de and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Verse 15 saying, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The book. You're not in that one book. And you cannot wait, is what I'm saying to you, until you stand before the Lord. The word of God say, and whoever was not found written. In other words, when that book is opened up, if your name is not already in it. You're going to be cast into the lake of fire. You can't stand up and say, I didn't know. Give me time. Let me explain. No, it doesn't work like that. If your name is not in it, when he opened it up, bye-bye. Burn, burn. Baby. That's right. He's telling you so you can wake up out of sleep. So you can holler louder at the altar. Tired, holler. It's a soul crowd to him. Lord, I got to be saved. Lord, save me. I don't care about who's sitting there standing next to you. Don't worry about them. You worry about yourself. Lord, save me. Lord, save me. Lord, yes, I'm going to be selfish here. Save me. Then, then I'll help them. Then I'll turn with them. But right now, Lord, save me. Hey, save me, Jesus. Then let me be a laborer for you. You youngsters, get on down and start playing because they don't have no hell for young folk and a hell for adults. All wind up in the same hell. Don't have two hells down there. Amen. Don't have two hells. Only got one. But there are many mansions in his father's house. You saw him say, come on, go with me to my father's house. Don't you want to go or something like that, he used to say. To my father's house. To my father's house. You want to go? Why don't you stand on your feet? Come on to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, the day that you hear my voice, to harden not your heart, why don't you come on back with Jesus right now? This is your opportunity to come to Jesus. This is your time. This is your opportunity to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. If I were you, I would come. You see, when you stand up, you already got Satan off of your lap. All you got to do now is step on top of him and come to Jesus. So he's been holding you down because he's been sitting on your lap all that time. But now you finally got him. Amen. Off of your lap. So why don't you just step on him? Come on. All right. Man, woman, boy, or girl, why don't you come? Is there one this morning?
desire to go back with the Lord Jesus Christ. To my father. Are you here, man, woman, boy, girl? How are you? I come. Oh, to my father's house. Oh, come and go with me. To my father. If I were you, I'd come. Oh, yeah.